Hey everyone, it's Gaz. I don't want to harp too much on this corona thing. We all hear about it way too much everywhere. We know what's going on. We're updated every day, and I want my podcast to be able to be a good escape from uh, our fears and fears of money, fears of our health, fears for our family. So again, I don't want to harp on this, but I do want to bring to you kind of what's going on in the community, how you can help out small business, because they are going to be decimated in with what's going on in the shutdowns. So I, if there's something you're looking for, if it's a restaurant, if it's a brewery, if it's a meadery, you can still get a lot of these products and a lot of these foods and a lot of these restaurants and places are offering takeout. So I just wanted to cover a few that I know of. And again, don't if there's something you want, give them a call. Help them out. Let the big box stores go. Support your local businesses, the ones that are right here fighting for their business survival. This is how we give back to our community in this, even though we're quarantined. So, for instance, Liquid Alchemy is doing bottle and growler sales for takeout only. Plus, they still have their t-shirts and swags and gift cards. And gift cards are a great way to support your local business. Even if they're closing closed and you can't you know, access them right now, and it's something you know you're going to use, get gift cards. Get them, get them in advance for Christmas or birthdays or to use when all this clears up. That will really, really help their business. Uh, they're also offering a 10% discount on cases, and the craft industry is being really hit hard. So get out there to Wilmington Brew Works. They also have takeout. Most of the breweries are offering their crowlers, their growlers, case discounts, um, wholesale discounts. Now's the time. Get in there, stock up for your quarantine, and support local business and give back to your community. Um, if you're looking for hard alcohol, if you're looking for wine, Frank's Union Wine Mart is open. You can uh, go on the Frank's Union Wine Mart's website, uh, give you all the information. You can call ahead. They'll take your credit card information. You tell them what you want. You drive up there to Frank's on Union, and they'll run it right out to your car. Uh, Little, Goat, Little Goat Coffee Roasters, one of my favorite coffee places, is now serving coffee from a walk-up window with walk-up service. Uh, the one cancellation is the release of their bourbon barrel-aged beans has been postponed, but they're going to stay in that barrel, and they're going to have even more barrel-aged goodness. So get in there, get a gift card. Uh, Stateline Liquors is uh, business as usual at the moment. Again, that can change. Again, you can call them up, see if they have. There may be some logistical issues in getting certain beers or liquors or whatever, but they will help you find an alternative if they don't have what you want. Uh, Valhalla Brewery, again, they got takeout service. Uh, also for their food, they have the best damn wings. Uh, grain, Grain on Main, Grain H2O, Grain Kennett Square. Uh, they're still cooking up great food, and uh, you can give them a call, 302-444-8646, or go to grainathome.com and order right there and have it either delivered or pick up However you do it, I know uh, Grubhub and uh, Uber Eats are offering um, local local business only delivery fee or something. So you can utilize them. Uh, Truly Yoga Studio in Newark, uh, they are offering video or streaming classes for like $5. You can go on to Truly Yoga, just look up Truly Yoga and you'll be able to Go in there, get your yoga fix, crank up your heat, do whatever you got to do. Again, they also have gift cards. Even if it's something you don't need, if you want to give back to the community and help the community, gift cards to these small businesses are an excellent way to help them keep as far afloat as they can. We all got to stick together through this because 
we can't depend on the government to actually help small businesses. They're going to help the airlines. They're going to help the big businesses that can resort to bankruptcy and still keep going. Well, small businesses don't have that opportunity. So we have to reach out. Even though we are all kind of scared, we're all kind of suffering, you know, in our quarantine, doing whatever we got to do and still trying to keep afloat ourselves, support local business. But so that's enough of that Corona stuff. This is Gaz and thanks, man. Hey, Bizarros, welcome to Season 2, Episode 3 of Bizarro Aficionado. And in this episode, we talk about the ancient sword of the meth king, cobra chickens, and way too many articles about penis. Look, life has gotten way too real lately, and I didn't want to do another serious, serious show when all of us have way too much serious going on right now. So yes, in the beginning, I did want to point out things about how we can support small business and how we can look out for each other, but man, I wanted this episode to just be a little bit of dumb, a little bit of stupid, a little bit of funny, and uh, we have all of that for you. A little bit of a respite and a little bit of an escape from the constant inundation of horror articles coming from uh, Italy or Germany or China or or wherever. Uh, just wanted a little bit of an escape for all that. And again, I do warn you that this is not work-friendly, but then who the hell is at work? So while you're home, you know, I might not want to have the kids in the room because there is foul language and way too many articles about penis. But Rogan is here with us from uh, Project Archivist Podcast, and he and I just tried to find the dumbest news articles that we could find just to make you laugh. So before I have another more normal episode coming up this month, here's just a little bit of stupid for you. And uh, I also wanted to keep this raw. I didn't do a lot of editing. I, I didn't try and take out every sniffle, ooh, ah, cough or whatever. No, don't worry about the coughs. We're, it's audio. You won't be infected. I just wanted it to be a very raw and funny and silly show again stay safe out there and support small business look out for each other and uh let's try to bring out the best in in humanity for once instead of the worst so without further ado and more jibber jabbering for me let's get stupid hey bizarros i'm finally back here and uh i've brought rojan back my uh, partner in crime from the Project Archivist podcast, and we're going to talk some nonsense. Lots of nonsense. Lots and of, lots of, of nonsense. Of the stupidest nonsense we could find. So, uh, and the world is full of it right now. 
Yeah, the coronavirus thing. Now, I will tell the we've discussed this. Um, yes. We're not going to go heavily into the coronavirus thing, though. I was yeah, tempted no. to. I wanted to find the most ridiculous stories relating to coronavirus. The problem is, is that Facebook, social media, the news everywhere, everything that's going on right now, people are losing their shit. I'm like, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't talk about it that much because everybody's going to be sick of it, even in a funny fashion. I think it might be a little overkill. How we right. do have one. Maybe it is too it. soon. So. <laughs> Um, Luckily, we have penises. Lots of stories of penises. We do have penis stories. We have. I have plenty of penis stories. You have lots of penis. We have lots of dick. <laughs> lots of dick. So, what do you have for the show, Gary? Man, I got dick. <laughs> <laughs> so I, we're just going to go with the creme de la creme of the weird outside of the coronavirus thing, because by everybody at this point is dealing with the coronavirus shit. So I um. I was down in Daytona for Bike Week last week. Uh, I made my yearly pilgrimage, and I was—I've been in self-imposed exile off of Facebook and stuff because my show is on hiatus and things are in a flux with my life right now. And I was just like, you know, I, I whatever. So I wasn't paying attention to anything. Nothing. Stuff. It's just a yeah. bunch of people bitching about shit and yeah. toilet paper. I haven't been on our our Project Archivist Facebook page. It's in safe hands right now. So. So we're down in Daytona, and we went into the grocery store to get some stuff. And we did notice the bleach was missing off the shelves. I had heard rumors that things were people were getting weird about the bleach. I did not see people rioting over toilet paper, and there was not, like, chaos in the streets. It didn't look like Stephen King's The Stand. And so <laughs> we go down, and we have a great time in Florida. Um, I was going. I was supposed to go down with Melinda and Chuck from the Wheel Nerd Show. Uh, Chuck ended up bailing out, so it was just me and Melinda. Had a great time. I'm driving back up, and my buddy sends me a message saying, great, you're, you're back in Michigan now for the chaos. And I'm like, driving, I'm like, chaos? He's like, yeah, uh, two reported cases of coronavirus in Michigan. And I'm like, okay, what's, you know, it's popping up everywhere. This is expected. This is a thing. So right. I get Meantime, back Meantime, everybody there. has the flu, and no one cares. Yeah, I got a flu vaccine, <laughs> so I'm not worried about it, you know. Um, yeah. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Um, so I get back up to Michigan, and the wife's like, yeah, we legitimately are out of toilet paper. We need toilet paper. And then I was like, I'm like, okay. So I'm like, I keep hearing rumors and rumblings of, of toilet paper shortages. And me being a dumbass, I'm like, why the fuck is toilet paper coming up missing? Coronavirus doesn't make you shit your brains out. It just it gives you – it's an upper no, respiratory thing. No, it's so. not dysentery. So, yeah, exactly. So – I'm like, all right, whatever. So I go up to the big chain by me, which is a company called Meyer, and they're basically where Walmart got their super center idea from of clothing uh -huh. and groceries. Yeah, they stole that from this company called Meyer, which is a Michigan-based company. It's spreading out. But Walmart pretty much took that idea from them. So if you've been to a Walmart super center, you've been to a Meyer. So gotcha. I go in there. And um, my wife's like, get us, pick us up some two liters of, of Coke and Pepsi. It's 10 for 10 and get us some, two, you know, toilet paper or whatever. No problem. Okay. Still not fully conceiving the the <laughs> Mad Max insanity that's about to ensue. It, it is I'm like, nuts. I'm going to my buddy's house. It's 930 at night. The store is usually dead, right? I walk in. The place is packed. I mean, this place yeah. is packed and people are being really weird. You know, they're looking, they looking at each other and they're like slearing sideways and everybody's got the rubber gloves on, the masks. When, I just it was like, cough and miraculously they all get out of my way. I yeah, don't know why. Yeah, exactly. So I go over to the shelf, and there's like three or four packs of toilet paper. And I'm like, well, I'm not hoarding. I do legitimately need to wipe my ass. So I grab <laughs> the package of toilet paper. It was a 12-pack and put it in the cart. And 
load up on two liters of, of Pepsi and Coke and stuff. But people are just grabbing everything. And, like, everybody's got this ominous look in their eye, like like <laughs> like they're getting ready to draw their guns at the shootout, the OK Corral kind of deal, you know? And it was really ominous and, and bad vibes. And yeah. I'm like, okay. So I go up to the front of the store, and there's people arguing and fighting in the cashier lanes about who's in line, and the cashiers looked all stressed out. So it was really, really weird. It was strange. And then I begin to realize that, like, the corona, like, that that was when, the, okay, and we're shutting down the schools. We're going to go into self-imposed, self-imposed two-week exile, which I'm fairly antisocial anyways. I, so. I'm just like, I want to be in exile. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, well, I'm not sick. I'm I'm just assuming at this point, me and my wife are just assuming that we're going to get it. We're, we're assuming at this point that we've been exposed because everybody has now. So it's just a matter of, okay, we're just going to sit and wait to get sick. I don't think I'm going to die. Now, you being a paramedic, I had to ask, um, have you, of course you've dealt with this yet, I'm sure, um, that you know of, like, it's just an upper respiratory, it's, it's, a, it's a more heavy upper respiratory thing, right? People, people are the, dying from it, but the problem, the elderly. The problem or, with, with COVID-19 is we don't have anything to stop it. There's no, there's no, uh, you know, vaccination that you can take. So that's the problem. If you yeah. get the flu, you can take antibiotics, you can wait it out, you do whatever you have to do for the flu. Okay, so antibiotics but aren't working with this then? Nothing's working with okay. this at all. Nothing is, it's got to either pass on its own or it kills you. <laughs> you know, okay. so it's one so, of these, but apparently it's not a big deal for the young kids. Now, a baby was just born that contracted it from its mother. Mm-hmm. And they said that both you know, the young mom and the baby should be fine and it shouldn't be much of an issue. Okay. But that's what they say now. You, you know, you wonder what the uh, the town criers were like during the Black Plague. You know, it's like, yeah, it's just a little bump. It's not going to be bad. Well, they're not go, say, I'm not bye. hearing that, though. I'm, I'm hearing no. the exact opposite. The, the impression that I'm getting is that it's, it's like the very second – like the second after the two week thing is over with and it shows up it's in your gone. system that yeah. your 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 penis is going to fall off, you're going to burst into flame, and you're going to die. Now Tom Hanks and his wife got it, and apparently they're already on the mend. So Good. I mean, people are surviving from yeah, this. It's really so. just people in nursing homes, people that are you that's know, what so, I thought. And, people with compromised immune systems and stuff like that. And people, um, one of the, uh, and this is just this is really tragic. Is one of the communities going to get really hard hit? Is people that have had AIDS for a long time. So yeah. people that have had it and have controlled it for like twenty five years, mm-hmm. they said this is going to hit hard. So here are these people that have survived what really was a global pandemic of death mm-hmm. and are like, ha ha, you know, I'm, we're ma- this is still bad, but I've made it through. I can yeah. manage. And now here's this bullshit. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's so, really sad. As, 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 as a somewhat, I won't say you are in the field of medicine. You, you do Ugh. deal with the stuff. Should I, am I okay? Should I be worrying more than I actually am? Or, you know, if I get it, should I freak out? Should I, should I just be like, okay, I'm sick. I'm going to ride this out. Cause I don't have, I don't have a compromised immune system. I, I don't have anything like that. I'm just going to sit back and have bronchitis for a couple of weeks. Right. And, yeah. No, I would think you wouldn't. Okay. Um, the problem now that they're finding is that, uh, that people that aren't having symptoms yet and don't know they have it are spreading it as fast, if not faster, than the ones with symptoms. Because at first they were not seeing any proof of this, and they're thinking, oh, this is great. We can so identify. So Marys. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're like, we can identify who has it. We can isolate them, no problem. But now they're seeing these bursts 
of people in like, uh, uh, I forget the name of the town in New York that the mm-hmm. National Guard is surrounded. But uh, yeah, I don't know what to think. And what if it mutates? Um, in my experience, like when we had Tyler Coke John on the show, with these these viruses, when they do this, they tend to spread out really fast and then they burn yes. out. They, yes. they have a light, well, they, 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 they go and then they, for whatever reason, they burn out and deplete. And again, I'm, I'm an idiot, but it seems like we're at the pace right now where this is where it's starting to do its big burst. And then I would think that within a couple of months or something like that, where it'll be like swine flu and everything else, where it just kind of burns itself out and goes away. Well, that, uh, uh, that, that doctor that's on all the time, starts, the last name starts with an R. I forget, I have to, I have to look his name up. That's mm-hmm. part of the whole u.s coalition force or whatever it is but he, he was saying that uh and i've completely forgot what he said yeah i, I, <laughs> I, have, I have brain coronavirus <laughs> he was saying that i've completely forgot what he was i don't know it was something important he, he i don't said know something about something things. something something dark side yeah yeah so. he said words about it he no, said words know. and everyone's things. sick of it so anyhow, you know, I'm oh, I'm not I'm, watch. I'll probably die now. I'll probably. I, no, I'm, no. I'm, you're I'm, not going to die. I mean, if you just follow basic hygiene and you stay six feet away from people, you're good. Yeah, because I'm not going to be like like this like every, this whole toilet paper thing is just blowing me away. I could get like okay, so stupid. People like this woman idiots. in the cart last night that that one was in, in the store in front of me. She had two like like. They like big cases of toilet paper, and she had a whole bunch of cases of water. And I'm like, "This isn't a hurricane. We're not going to lose our water. We're not going to lose our power." You know, uh, I, oh, I get I, it. You know, whereas like when the quarantine hits, I mean, I'll, I'll still as long as I'm not sick, I'm still going to go outside. I'm still going to go places. I'm still going to, you know. But this like, is why we can't know there's a Bigfoot or aliens. This is why. This is why we buy too much toilet paper. Exactly. Again. What like, there's a Sasquatch. I that mean, I can see like stocking up to food. have two weeks worth of stuff in the house because if you're going to be yeah. in the house for two weeks, right? Like only two soup, weeks is not enough. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So. Yeah. No, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm sure there's people listening right now calling me a pious asshole, dumbass. But oh, I hope you know, there are for me. Yeah, I hope I so. Know. Please send it to a bizarro aficionado at gmail dot com. Please you know send your complaints. In, in, in December, we're going to have a lot of December babies being born. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, that's what I was going to say. So the doctor was saying that there's there's two kind of spikes. You'll have your initial peak, which is like we're nowhere near yet. So yeah. that's comforting. And then it'll come down. And then a little bit later, there'll be like a hump, a, a much smaller rise and decline. And then that'll be it. So he's like, it's just a matter of getting through these two but he's like yeah don't worry we're, we're nowhere near the peak yet i'm like oh <laughs> good well what is that what does that mean by peak then i mean right now because everything's shut down there's no sporting events there's no schools right. anywhere oh he's just saying the death toll is going to be much higher and the, he literally says the suffering and the death will get higher the suffering and the death the will get suffering higher. and the death so does he mean old people or you know he, who is going to talks, die yeah he's like mainly this is going to affect the elderly and the immunocompromised. Mm-hmm. He's like, young kids don't get it nearly as bad. They're going to have, again, it's going to be like anyone else who gets the flu. Mm-hmm. For, for most people at this time, then you've got the other people that are saying there's now two versions of it, and we have the lesser version, where the, the worst version is in China, and we have a lesser version 
But you don't even know what to believe anymore. They talk so damn much, and they have so many different experts on every show that I'm just like, look, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, misinformation spreads. I was in a, a hospital in uh, Kensington, which is a pretty rough, bad neighborhood in Philly. And I go in, and I looked at my page. I thought it was you know, emergency department five. So I go to walk in that room, and I hear this nurse going, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, okay. She's like, yeah, um, we have negative pressure air going in there. Uh, lady just got back from Italy. Oh, yeah, sorry, I can't stay. <laughs> I was like, yeah, uh, never mind. Uh, just wheel the patient outside and we'll take him from here. Do you want me to start off? Do you want me to read the first story? I guess. Yeah, yeah let's give them something so, uh, other than this. Let's do the only real coronavirus story that we're going to cover. And. Um, or- this one is this is from the AFP. Um, I'm getting it through Yahoo News, but I, I'm sure it's all over the place. You can do a Google search on it. French mayor defends Smurf rally after outcry oh, over yes. virus. So <laughs> this is Renee's France. The mayor of a small French town on Tuesday defended hosting a record-breaking gathering of 3,500 people dressed as Smurfs at the weekend after accusations that the event increased the risk of spreading coronavirus. We must stop. We must not stop living. I wish I could read that in a French accent. We must not stop living. We must not stop. We must not oh. stop living. It was a chance to say that we are alive. <laughs> Mayor Patrick Lacric of Lacric Landerno in Western of France. The Flurdenburdens. Hendy Flurdy Burdens. Oh, that's that's a Swedish the gathering came a day before France banned all gatherings of more than 1,000 in a bid to contain the spread of the virus, which has infected 1,412 people and killed 25 in the country. What day was this written on? March 10th? Yeah, that's probably tripled by now. Um, uh, yeah, right. The Smurf rally drew criticism, particularly from the media in the Italy, Smurf which is rally. battling Europe's most intense outbreak, where L.A. Republica newspaper described the rally as potentially a very dangerous viral bomb. Fans of the hit Belgian cartoon about a colony of blue... I didn't know if Smurfs was Belgian. Belgian cartoon about a colony of blue human-like <laughs> I'm not creatures... not a Smurfy, I'm a Belgian. ...living in houses shaped like mushrooms, descended on the Saturday and on the uh, Breton town to break the world record for a gathering of Smurfs. This is as bad as the ah, Kate ah. Bush rally that I heard about. A the, Kate Bush rally? Yeah, there was a Kate Bush rally. It was the Kate Bush lookalike rally. I shit you not, where oh, it was a whole bunch God. of people dressed like Kate Bush, all playing running up that hill. Go figure. We d- we all deserve to die from coronavirus. LeCric <laughs> insisted that the revelers who painted their hands and faces blue and sported white pointy hats had violated no ban and were, necess- uh, were a necessary antidote to an ambient gloom. This is so bizarre. Do you know what would happen if a bunch of people gathered and put on white pointy hats in America? Uh, yeah. Bad things. Bad things. <laughs> Bad uh, things. We've been preparing for a month, one of the Smurfs who gave her name as Isabella told AFP at, a sat- at the Saturday's event. There's only, well, there's two female Smurfs now that I know of. There was Smurfette, the town hoe. Uh, Italian media disagreed with... She was made by Papa Smurf, the only old dude made this young girl. No, Papa Smurf did not make her. It was, oh, no, she Gargamel was made, by Gargamel. made her. Correct. Gargamel yes, made her right. to she's... be evil and go in and corrupt the rest of the people. As with most women, she's made from black magic. So, mm-hmm. continue. Yes, Italian media disagreed with uh, El Socolo 
uh, newspaper. Sucklow the 21st. That's the next pope. Yeah, this uh, newspaper calling it an irresponsible move that could significantly increase the risk of contagion. As I cannot read that, my tongue has corona. And there's a picture of people dressed in blue, all wearing white. Um, like 400 Smurfettes. I don't think there's a guy in this crowd. Oh, there's one dude. Yeah, there's one. There's one dude. Uh, yeah, there's That's definitely dude. one dude. The rest of them are all chick Smurfs, which is ironic because there's the lack of female Smurfs in actuality. That's right. Obviously, that's brainy, so he's over here. Yeah. All of you shouldn't be gathering. You'll spread the virus. Papa Smurf says. It'll be okay, uh-huh. dude. It'll be okay. Do you want to take the New York Post one about miserable man tattoos his entire body? Oh, am I doing that one? Okay. Oh, sure. sure. I got to find that one. I can do it. I'll do it. Go ahead. Oh, just, you do that just, one. Just load up the next story and I'll go ahead. Because continuing on the in the story? theme of blue. <laughs> doom, doom. Okay. Miserable man tattoos entire body blue to feel more confident. A man who tattooed his entire body in blue ink has a simple reason for giving himself a smart like tinge. To be honest, I just look. I just like the look of it," said Donnie Snyder. I almost said sphincter. A former Donnie forklift, Sphincter <laughs> Snyder, a former forklift driver from Canada. I thought it would be neat. It has taken just three years for Snyder. Just just three years. Just three years for Snyder to trans- transform himself into a jewelry making, bus dwelling blue dude. Isn't there something that you can drink that turns your skin permanently blue? I don't remember what. What? It was yeah. Look up. Look up. Um, Google um, drinking blah 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 turns your skin blue. There's, a, there's I just actually, like that the title's like extremely miserable man tattoos body blue to be. I'm happy. so much better now. Yeah, he he's he's feeling blue, so he tattoos him, tattoos himself blue. Uh, jewelry making bust uh, dwelling blue dude in 2017. Snyder, who lives in Scarsboro, Ontario, asked his sister to ink a portion of his leg and foot with a bright turquoise hue. The rest, he told Jam uh, Jam Press, is history. It's like living a life on sta- st- in a strange mode no shit said a 26 year old it's definitely striking and i think it's a beautiful color dude wow <laughs> look at it, it's uh it's like uh what was that 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 movie the that there it's not even well done he's i know that's these, what i'm getting to like if you've got all the these picture, patches of got, white yeah exactly he's got pat- patches of regular skin all over him where he's not blue and it's like, like he passed out drunk at a party and exactly they, they like they took blue markers and, and just blue, yeah. you know or writ dye and they just dyed them blue. It's not even a well done blue tattoo. Uh, oh, he explained that his dear. decision to go big with a blue came after years of feeling trapped by conformity and a lack of confidence. I was extremely miserable. He said I decided to quit hiding, uh, break myself out of a stagnation and remake my life by doing yourself blue. Yeah, real magnet for the ladies there. He'd probably be great at that Smurf festival. I'm voting for coronavirus. And, <laughs> I, I, coronavirus I 2020. Uh, and and now, as a blue man, he says he can actually be happy to live, partially because of his whimsical element. It be, brings his daily interactions. The questions are endless, he said, but he doesn't blame the curious people asking about his blue hue. Well, I would hope not. I've had many bizarre interactions. You think... You think, he should dude? change his name to Hugh. So You're no kidding. My name's Hugh. Hugh. <laughs> uh, he continued from smiles to gas, free beers to flirting, plus hugs. Who's going to flirt with a blue dude? Really? Those um, Smurfette chicks. Fist bumps and, thumb, and thumbs up. Some uh, gold gawker, bold gawkers even go so far as bold tugging gawker. at his clothing to peek underneath or licking his thumbs and trying to rub the tattoos off. 
or licking or licking their thumbs and trying ah! to rip the tattoos off. <laughs> Don't you lick and touch me, woman, I'll have you killed. <laughs> Questions from strangers about my genitalia have increased by like 10,000% since Snyder joking. I almost brought that up at the beginning. Did he tattoo his sack and his dick blue? Of I, course, I hope, not he, I hope he just did the sack. Not every interaction is so positive. He also gets snarky comments and eye rolls, but he doesn't let the negative energy get him down. Most insults are unimaginative and predictable, he said. Well, I mean, come on. Most can be lumped together in the category of unflattering uh, comparisons to other things that are blue. Friends and family... Uh, quickly came around to Snyder's new way of life, save his mother, who took some con- convincing. Well, yeah. <laughs> Imagine his dad's just sitting there going, You know what it is? What's wrong with you? Okay, this is it. He tattooed himself blue. You can see in the pictures it was dark blue, and then over time the tattoos faded, is what it yeah. was. Mom was definitely annoyed at first, you think, but she quickly accepted blue skin as his no- uh, no- new normal. Well, what is she going to do? <laughs> What are, what, is, what are you going to do? I got nothing. There is one thing he wants to be very clear about. He, he's a hardworking Canadian. I would sooner eat out a dump, sooner eat out of a dumpster, Snyder said, than claim yeah, Do not eat out a dumpster. Do not do that. That'd be terrible. <laughs> I've been sisters. there. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Despite how difficult it is to get jobs as a blue man, he now shares his adventure as a jewelry maker living in a clapped-out transit bus and Instagram. You're going to live in a van down by the river. <laughs> I'm a blue speaker. <laughs> so shut your hoo-ha. A man, uh, I feel a renewed optimism about the feasibility of pursuing wild dreams, he said. I might Lies. become a trillionaire. Never use the no, word you're not going to become a, a trillionaire. Yeah, use the word feasibility in a sentence. I might become a trillionaire. No, no, that's not going to happen. Or move to Mars. No, that's not going to happen. The best he's got is that he's going to go to Disney World when they open that blue, that James Cameron movie with all the blue people in it. Avatar exhibit. Avatar exhibit. Now, I've told this story before on other shows. For a while, I was a bread delivery driver. I used to work third shift. I would work from like 10 o'clock at night till like the 10 o'clock at night. The weird shit you saw. Yeah, <laughs> and everything I ever saw that was weird was in Flint, Michigan. Granted, this was just before that they found that they had lead poisoning in the water. I would deliver to both of those hospitals up there. I had a large number of nursing homes. I had all of the public schools. My job was to deliver bread, hot dog, and hamburger buns. So... I'm driving through. I also deliver to Michigan State University. So I would get I would get into that part of Michigan at around three o'clock in the morning in downtown Flint. Um, there's an intersection. You pull up to the intersection. It's on the way to the hospital. And you've got the in the middle of the night, the town's dead. You've got the one blinking red light, you know. So I pull up. I'm sitting at the light and I look over and there's this guy coming up the road and he's got a speedo on. And he's got a pair of shoes on, and he's got his, his like a swimming cap, the rubber cap goes up, <laughs> and he's got swimming goggles on, and he's doing that weird wiggly, not quite run, not quite walk. You know, you kind of um, shimmy back and forth down the road, but do it rapidly. So he right. looks like a looks like like a wannabe snake. Now, oh, the element no. that I'm leaving out of this story is the guy was painted completely cobalt blue, and. That was it. He was just going down the road. There was nobody around him. There was no other cars or whatever. And he wasn't even paying attention to anything around him. I was stopped at the stoplight. Now, imagine me. I've got my headphones on or listening to whatever I'm looking at. And I look up, and here comes this guy. Like, it's bad enough the guy's wearing a Speedo and a swim cap and swimming goggles going down the road. But on top of that, he's painted cobalt blue. 
And he just goes right through the intersection, right down the middle of the road, and just keeps on going on down. <laughs> and that was it. That was all I ever saw of the guy. And to this day, I don't know why the guy was painted cobalt blue and wearing, like, speed swimming gear. You know, he had the rubber, the rubber, you know, snap-on hat. Right. The rubber, you know, the, the shit. And he's, it was just, it was bad. And, like, seeing somebody do that walk-run thing is kind of fucked up in itself. Yeah, Then you add yeah. the swimming gear on. And this was, like, uh, I would have to say it was, like, early October. So Ooh, it, was, it wasn't it was even warm. It wasn't quite cold, but it wasn't warm. And it, it was definitely not warm enough to be doing what he was doing. My theory is that it was pledge week or something because Michigan State University is oh, right there. So be. maybe he was pledging. But then again, this is Flint, and there's a lot of crack in Flint. There's a lot of drugs in Flint. <laughs> there's a lot so of crack. maybe the guy got really methed out, really methed yeah. the fuck out, decided, hey, I should be blue, and I should be swimming down the road. <laughs> I have these ideations so, myself sometimes. Yeah. You know what would be a good story to follow this up with? It would be the, uh, where's the Porn. One? What's what one? <laughs> the, the porn? The coronavirus porn? No, no. You got that one? I was going to yes. say, you could bring up the ancient sword of the meth king if you want to read that oh, one. Oh, we can follow. do that if you feel like reading a third one. No, you, you go want ahead me and read, to read that one? If you want Send to read that one. Not, okay, you, I have that. No, wait. I think I have it on yeah, here. you've got that one. Because this is from Michigan, too. It's from this small town called Bath, which actually, actually, Bath is a little bit of a distance for me. For anybody who doesn't know the town of Bath, Michigan, it has a history behind it. This is the town where the guy, many, 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 many years ago, went crazy, made a whole bunch of bombs, put them inside of the school, and blew the schoolhouse up. And blew up. You've ever heard <laughs> this story? As one does. You've ever heard this story? No. no. It's an old, this happened way, way, way back a long time ago. The town still has, if you go there, in the middle of the town where the school once stood, there is the tower to the, the steeple to the top of the schoolhouse in the middle of the, in the middle of the town. And it's overrun oh. by ghost hunters. Ghost hunters go to this place all the time because of the, they do. the town is supposedly haunted by the ghost of all the children that died in the school because the school blew up with the kids in it. Oh, um, my God. You know, no, this is for real. This is like it's it's not a it's, – it's, it's a really wild, weird, weird story. The guy – That's right, Bizarro's. We have all the good news tonight. And actually, all of the bombs didn't even detonate. Only like I think half of them detonated. Not, not even How all of them detonated. How many bombs were a there? A lot. There were a what? lot of bombs. I will look it up when you're reading the story. Yeah. So go ahead and so, read this uh, Yeah, Ancient Sword of the Meth King. Uh, this is, if I ever write a fantasy novel, it will be called The Ancient Sword of the Meth King. So a fearsome-looking weapon dubbed the Ancient Sword of the Meth King by a Michigan police department is now in police evidence. The Bath Township Police Department posted a Facebook photo this week of a cache of weapons, including the insane-looking sword, and noted jokingly, while you were sleeping. In the early of the morning, January 27th, officers conducted a traffic stop on a vehicle. The subsequent search located a very odd combination of illegally possessed weapons, such as methamphetamine. Have we weaponized methamphetamine now? <laughs> Apparently. That's good to know. The sword does look pretty badass. It's definitely an ogre sword from, like, Lord of the Rings or some shit like that. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's some Genghis Khan shit here. Yeah. I'll, it'll definitely be in the Not at all practical for notes. sword fighter, but great for fucking people up. It's got, like, a katana handle, and then and it wedges all out down and spikes. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty... It's, it's got to be a coming-of-age Klingon weapon. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead. The small police department is well known for cracking jokes on Facebook. <laughs> Cops are fun. And readers were quick to applaud their latest offering. 
The post has received more than 3,100 comments and 4,500 likes since Wednesday. It turns out the weapon is from the hit Japanese anime, anime it is. Bleach. It's the Bleach Sword, yep. It is the Bleach Sword. I didn't yep. even pick that up. Which eagle-eyed fans, <laughs> geeks, pointed out. It belongs to a character named Benji Abrai. How, who? Renji Abari. Renji Abari? Geek. Sure. We're going to call him Kevin. Replicas have been bought online at Heavenly Swords for a mere $58.99. Hmm. That's a lot of sword for $58.99. So picture a, kata- a katana blade or katana hilt. So it's got like that two handed extended katana hilt. With the cheap, shitty wrap that you see on katana swords at flea markets. (laughs) It's like wrapped with like a used sock. You know what? Now that I look at it, this screams meth. There could not be a better meth sword for for purposes of meth. This is it. I swear like the, it's not the pommel. What do they call the, the, the guard? There, it looks like it's a, a square, little square guard thing. But looks like a square is. Optimus Prime belt buckle. But the sword, it gets fatter from the bottom as it goes up. It gets wider as it goes up, and then it's got. Well, if you've seen Bleach, you know the sword. Yeah, it's, so, it's a hot mess. There, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> there more concerned not... by the. Then it's got like I don't know Glocks and ARs, and then like a. a well, yeah, it's typical meth. Kentucky, Kentucky there's a couple toothpick. Of, um, there's a there's couple some of, one uh, hitters, syringes in there. Yeah, there's some syringes and a Ziploc baggie. Yeah. And, of uh, of ammo and more knives and there's a distinct so la- oh there's a straight razor too did you see the straight razor oh is that what that is yeah, oh that blue and black straight razor there oh, oh god <clears throat> there it is yeah well one cannot have a beard and be an anime black and blue because cop lives matter so at least they respected <laughs> that when they busted them <laughs> so the bathhouse massacre we'll get to this real quick the bath school disaster the bath school disaster also known as the bath school massacre was a series of violent attacks perpetuated by andrew kehoe on may 18th 1927 in bath township michigan the attacks killed 38 elementary school children and six adults and injured at least 58 other people prior to his timed explosives going off at the bath consolidated school building oh kehoe uh i'm probably pronouncing it wrong had murdered his wife natalie place price kehu and firebombed his farm arriving at the school oh, of the, no this this was serious yeah this oh is this guy God. was not fucking around this guy had an attitude arriving at the school uh, at the site of the school explosion kehu died when he detonated explosives concealed in his truck so he also bricked his truck to blow up uh, Kehoe, 55, old school board treasurer, was angered by increased taxes and his defeat in the April 5th, 1926 election for township clerk. He was thought oh by locals God. to have planned his murderous revenge after the public defeat. Kehoe had a reputation for difficulty on the school board and, and personal dealings. In addition, he was notified that his mortgage was going to be foreclosed upon in June of 1926. For much of the next year until May 27th, Kehoe purchased explosives. He secretly hid them on his property and under his school, under the school. On okay. May 18th, 1927, Kehoe set off almost simultaneous explosives at his farmstead and at the Bath Consolidated School. His explosives destroyed the farm's buildings and ripped through the north wing of the Bath Consolidated School building. As rescuers began working at the school, Kehoe drove up to the schoolyard and detonated the dynamite inside a shrapnel-filled truck. So the school, he blew up his house, he blew up a big chunk of the school, then when the rescuers went in there to try to pull people out of it, he pulled up in his pickup truck and was like, yo, what's up? Peace. Boom. Blew up his pickup truck and sent shrapnel. Yeah, this was for real. Um, 
Let's see here. Kehoe drove him. The truck exploded. Uh, explosion killed Kehoe and several others nearby. Bystanders were injured. During the rescue and recovery efforts, searchers discovered an additional 500 pounds of unexploded dynamite and priotol in south, the south wing of the school that was set to explode at the same time as the initial explosions in the north wing. Kehoe had apparently attended to destroy the entire school and kill him, kill everyone in it. So, yeah, if you go to this what town, to this day in the center of the town, there is a circular, like a park area, and the steeple, the top um, this top point of the steeple of the school is still on display there. And it's like, you know, it's a big, they do ghost hunts and stuff like there, and psychics sure. always show up. Yeah, you, there's, there's urban legends about how you can hear the kids crying and all those kinds of things. I've been there at night, um, just because I know I go and check this stuff out, and it is very freaky and eerie there. And, you know, the cops do keep an eye on it as long as you're being cool and you're not doing anything stupid, you're not being weird, but they do keep an eye on it. But it is, it is a very creepy, somber spot at night. It is very, very weird. So, what is, there's only the steeple there? Yeah, it's only the very top of the school. If you look up the Bath wow. School disaster, you'll see a picture of the school, and the only thing that's still left, the only thing that's left over from it, they stayed, they kept that part of the school and put it there as a memorial for everybody that died. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, there's that. So, um, I'm all move the good on. news here on Bizarro Aficionado. I'm going to move on to the next article, which is one that I sent you the other day, which was like, you know what? Maybe we should record a show since everybody is now in, in, in you know, in, in lockdown. This is coming I from. I want to be in lockdown. Well, yeah. Why do I have to go move disgusting, gross? Because you're the people? one that's going to be the one going out and rescuing the people that are gross. I don't and disgusting. like people. I don't want to rescue then them. Then why are you a paramedic? You're a paramedic because you be. enjoy watching I'm an people EMT. die. I'm not as cool as a paramedic. I don't. Oh, you're not even. You're not even ranking as a paramedic. You're an EMT. No, no. I'm I'm the ambulance driver. <laughs> Listen, you know, sir. I'm... I hate people. I'm just here to watch you die. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got a donor card? No. Okay. <laughs> So this story, I'm just going to read the headline of it, and okay. um, because when I saw it, I was like, at first I was like, is this a fake news story? No, this is genuine. This is real. This is Sarah Palin stuns TV viewers by wrapping baby got back dressed as a bear. <sighs> <sighs> Sarah Palin, a former Republican governor, uh, all mavericky and running mate of the 2008 presidential candidate John McCain, stunned Americans with an appearance on the TV show The Masked Singer in which she wrapped Baby Got Back while dressed as a furry bear. And the costume that she has on doesn't really look like a furry bear. She looks like someone who should be wearing Uggs and going to a rave, but hey, whatever. Um, the most uh, the popular show involves mystery. See, my brain does this. It adds words and articles that aren't there because I'm it dyslexic. can only help yes. Yeah, I'm dyslexic, yeah. so we have to roll with this. But I've accepted it as part of my, of my charm. The popular show involves mystery guests and elaborate costumes singing songs. Their identities are then revealed. Dressed as a bear, Palin had sung the hit song by Sir Mix-a-Lot, dancing around the stage and belting out the lyrics with gusto and cheering crowd. I demand that you go and find audio of this right now as I'm reading this. Go right. do an internet Sarah search. Palin. And, um, oh, man, I, hope, I want to hear Sarah Palin. this is the whole... I have one here that has a video. I wonder if it's that might. Be oh a, wow, look at that! She's it, she's hotter as the bear. Yeah, well, uh, Sarah Palin was pretty attractive. I remember when she was running; that was the big thing. Everybody thought she was really hot, and everybody wanted to bang her. You know, it was she was just so weird. She could so, see Russia from her house. Yeah, because she was so bizarre, but she was really she was really hot. She was she was a milf or something like that. She was the milf running mate, and she wasn't comfortable with that apparently. But anyhow. Uh, Sir Mixlide dancing around the stage and betting out, belting out the lyrics by gusto to a cheering crowd. The uh, yeah, I got, I got that. 
of the one-time conservative powerhouse as being the singer inside the purple and pink bear costume appeared to stun host Nick Cannon. This might be the most shocked I've ever been on this show, he said. Palin explains her reasons for choosing the bear costume as being rooted in her image as a lover of the outdoors in her native Alaska. Did she shoot the costume when she was done with it from the <laughs> helicopter? Yeah, no kidding. The bear is part of my nickname growing up in a whole mama bear thing, and they're in Alaska, oh. she said. Is, bear, is cunt Alaskan for bear? Bear was easy. <laughs> Palin has controversial figure. Palin has been a controversial figure. Again, we don't pre-read any of this shit, just like my show. In American politics, ever since she was tapped by McCain to be the person who heartbeat who was a heartbeat away from the presidency he had won in the 2008 election. That doesn't read right at all, but I'm just going to keep on going. Though Do McCain it. lost his contest to Barack Obama, it launched Palin's career as a powerful figure in American right, whose populist style, megawatt fame, and blend of conservatism and reality show appearances, because she can't make any money any other way, have Thank often you, been seen as foreshadowing the rise of Donald Trump. The reaction of the people on the Twitter was generally one of amazement, especially in the middle of the news cycle devoted to ongoing coronavirus crisis there it is there's your coronavirus oh. link folks sarah palin rapping baby got back which in my mind does makes no goddamn sense at all but hey whatever i i don't this get is the this sign of the choice. apocalypse this is it right here this is this is one of the signs of the apocalypse when you have sarah palin as a bear rapping sir mix a lock baby got back i want to hear her do this i don't know why but jane fonda drove a honda playing videotapes by fonda no wait who did what? <laughs> Who did that? Somebody drove a Honda playing videotapes by Fonda because Fonda ain't got a motor in the back of her Honda. My Anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hun. No, so you can do some buns and sit ups. Keep going. <laughs> and please doing. don't lose that butt. <laughs> what story do you want to read next? <laughs> I'm dying to read coronavirus porn. Okay, sure. Because uh, nothing. Uh, I, only in America. Amidst a global health crisis, porn finds a way. Always. Always. Porn is the if way. If there's porn for it. What rule is that? Number 32, I believe it was? In the rules of acquisition. Yeah, number 123. No, that's Ferengi. Oh, I was close. <laughs> in a video titled, Body Cam Footage, CDC Agent Investigates Deserted Wuhan. You're watching from the first person of view of Jerry... A healthcare worker in a hazmat suit, stumbling around in the dark remnants of a medical facility in Wuhan. He breathes hard, and his heart pounds. And a voice <laughs> porn music in the background here. That's gonna happen. Because last time I found the entire. Uh, never mind. But, uh, he breathes hard, and his heart pounds. And a voice coming from his walkie-talkie tries and fails to get him to respond. Ground control to Jerry and porn. There's a sudden brief scuffle, and a woman in a hospital gown jumps him, pulls his erect penis from a hole in his clean suit, and wordlessly... Why was his penis erect? He's in an abandoned hospital looking for dead people. Why would he be... Whatever, keep going. He's snorting on Yoka. It's porn. Keep going. Okay. Globally, the novel coronavirus, or COVID-19, has killed more than 3,000. What are we up to now? A more, know. many more, and infected ninety thousand. I think it's like three hundred thousand now, or something. I don't know. Worldwide, the deserted, considering our population, deser- yeah, whatever. Keep going. Yeah, the deserted Wuhan video. I like their clan, by the way. Wuhan clan. I'm gonna start <laughs> a, 
Hey, Wuhan clan ain't nothing to fuck with. They're not anything to fuck with. They're eating Corvettes and shit. By a couple who goes by Spicy X Rice contains a grain of truth. The Chinese city where coronavirus started does actually seem deserted, you think? With public transit halted and residents' movement being restricted for over a month now. Another of their videos, TSA agent detains woman suspected of coronavirus, could be a plausible news headline. If it's true that art imitates life, right now life is pretty shitty for a lot of people around the world, and there is any form that can turn up a fucked up situation into escape and entertainment, it's porn. So yes, of course, coronavirus porn does exist. A search for coronavirus on Pornhub returns 112 videos with titles like MILF in Coronavirus Quarantine Gets Hard Fucked for Medicine. Jesus Christ. And coronavirus patients fucking quarantine room. I go outside. I don't get any. What is going on what here? Really, what really? That's what we were saying before the show. In nine months, we're going to have a big birth rate spike pretty quick. Because what oh. else are people going to do? Oh, my God. We're going to kill off the baby boomers and make new baby boomers. I can't do this. Oh, <laughs> on X hamster, that's a thing. There are only four within that circle. Maybe. What? Nothing. Go ahead. <laughs> and at least one is an older reposted video of people during doing nurse role play with face masks. But according to X Hamster spokesperson Alec Hawkins, following an offer last month to provide free premium accounts to regions severely affected by coronavirus, because we want to do our part. The overwhelming surge in signups have outpaced X-Hamster's ability to approve new accounts. We personally know people actually stuck in Wuhan and made it with them in mind. I think people are attracted to COVID-19-themed porn the same way people who are scared of their shadow are attracted to horror movies. We are all searching for things that make us come alive. Giggity. Or come while alive. <laughs> Spicy, the male half of the Spice X Rice duo, told me, COVID-19 is something that brings fear and mystery to pretty much everyone in the world right now. You need to be able to feel something. And what better way to make you feel something than by putting it in your mouth? No, it says, than the global crisis we are all in right now. Others attempted to educate their audiences in the process of getting them off. Oh, yeah, your level <laughs> five is so, so hot. I'm sorry, asthma, go ahead. Oh, your ass looks so good in level five. <laughs> my, uh, yeah. COVID-19 coronavirus. Horny slut has to use protection during outbreak. Perform... <laughs> Perform... Come on, Performer you this Little Squirtles skips into her front door kicks off her shoes and shouts, Daddy, I'm home! And so horny. Her partner, Chase Pounderhard, emerges from the hallway wearing a face mask. His hand stuck out to stop her. Wait! Don't you move a foot closer! (laughs) Haven't you heard of COVID-19? He proceeds to give her a 30-second PSA on coronavirus with, with concision the CDC would envy. 
on the state of the coronavirus outbreak in China, the purpose of masks, and why they should use protection during sex. You will infect my cock lung. Chase I think you told just picked this story. You're getting off way too much on reading this. <laughs> you're like rock Chase... hard right now, aren't you? <laughs> Chase told me that this video That's was not a no. <laughs> I hold Delta no comment. Airline safety videos. The primary goal of their video, which they shared full length for free. They shared full length for free. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Go ahead. Was to help inform viewers about proper <laughs> way off the rails at this point. What do you want me to say? <laughs> I don't know. And how the virus spreads cuz you can't have good porn without a good spread. He said they're ex- they've experienced widespread censorship of their work as well as their efforts to raise awareness about coronavirus cuz fuck AIDS. We have coronavirus. We thought we would use our porn as an avenue to get some legitimate information out with some comic relief included to get people interested and reduce our chances of being banned. There it is. Spicy Tingles said. Spicy. Wait, spicy Tingles? <laughs> it was Springles? Let me go back here. It was Spicy Squirtle. <laughs> Little Squirtles. Who's Spicy? Oh, Spicy of Spicy and Rice. Then there was Little Squirtles was a porn star. A lot of the videos online now with coronavirus. What the fuck are we doing right now? I don't know what's happening. (laughs) What are we doing? Why are we doing this? Are trying the bandwagon. They're jumping on our porn bandwagon. One is a woman running barefoot on a treadmill in a thong with the vague title and coronavirus. Well, obviously she's exercising at home. This is a responsible hoe. Another feature, two people in fogged up hazmat suits pretending to fuck through the rubbery fabric. Some are just videos of guys jerking off or getting blowjobs with coronavirus in the title. What is happening? A lot of it features Asian actors. Why? Why did you do this? (laughs) Some of the videos that fall under the coronavirus theme appear to be people in quarantine, passing time or earning money online. Blah, blah, blah. We knew the corona event was good viral material. I see what they did there. But we also knew it was affecting people in tragic ways and infecting. We didn't want to insult them by making it too real. We personally know people actually stuck in Wuhan. Nobody knew. You already said that. They said that already. With them in mind, blah, blah, blah. Uh, there probably aren't any zombified women in infected regions waiting in the shadows to suck dick and wearing a face mask to go down on someone. Won't stop you from contracting a virus, but that's where the fantasy of porn comes in. I think people are searching for it as a silly novelty. I think it's a minority who actually whack off during this kind of content, oh my God. Chase said. Oh my There's God. a lot of people with a mask kink. And I don't think this is directly related to this COVID-19 trend. I think it's attractive to people because it can help lighten the mood on a serious subject like cock. (laughs) What the fuck? Oh, my God. Good Good golly. All right, uh, let's uh, let's take a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back. There have always been strange, dark rumors surrounding the decaying property. Rumors horror novelist Philip Loeb believes could serve as the perfect inspiration to restart his career. 
the more intertwined Loeb's life becomes with the Decanes, the more he realizes there is far more to the family than the rumors have led people to believe. The Family Decane from the mind of Christopher Hall, a new horror classic is born. Available in Kindle and paperback at Amazon. So what am uh, I supposed to do? Am I supposed to read this other story now? The one, the the, the Ron, the, the Ron Yoko used as a cheat, uh, cheater. I guess I'll read that one. I mean, sure. We, we might as well go how much further can we go at this point? You know, <laughs> uh, I don't ever ask that. Okay. This one is from, uh, Bui, Buyawu, Bu, where did you find this article yet? Bu, I French Indochina. Bal, why you? Bowayu 24 News. Bowayu. U-L-A-W-A-Y-O 24 News. Fuck you for bringing me on this show, Gary. Thanks. <laughs> God. Uh, God damn. Okay. There's, there's the, you know what? The I'm here. I'm drinking. Run Yoka. I'm drinking White Chile. Claw. I'm eating jelly beans. Whatever. Let's go. Why did not yes. eat the pot brownie on this show? I swear. Okay. should have eaten the pot brownie. I should have eaten the pot brownie. Um. Next, uh, stay tuned in the next episode. Roe and I do heroin. This is Runyoka used at Uncheater. Man has erection for a month. I have questions, okay? You being a not semi-professional medical person, but we'll get to that. <laughs> and Eastview Man has been having continuous oh, continuous erections for the past four weeks in the case of suspected... I these names. Run, oh, no, no, this is bad. This is, this is going to be really bad. This is going to be so bad. <laughs> oh God! If you have any listeners left at this point, I guarantee that I will chase them away. No right one now. listens to this show. <laughs> I don't even want to get my podcast out because now no one's going to come listen to it. Anyway, I have like one guy in Guam, <laughs> but he's loyal. <laughs> he is loyal. <laughs> Anyways, he is the one with that Pornhub account that watches the uh, the whatever virus. I can't even. I, my I have one listener. Fried. that blue guy in the speedo. Yeah, no kidding. Michael Fury, P H I R I, thirty-seven, was reported to have been having sex with Reggie Jaji, forty-one, before he was alleged. Tra- this has got to be fake. They, okay, whatever. I hope. I, I'm I don't know what a, this bun, is a fake a story. Bo-Y-O is so I don't know. But he was allegedly trapped with the central uh, central locking Ranyuka Juju, such that he was unable to sleep. <laughs> and is sweating day and night over betting his neighbor's wife. He said That's he had been, English. Yeah, he had said he had been <laughs> betting the woman since October last year before he was caught pants down by her husband, Justin... Ch- this has got to be fake. Justin Chakor. Chakor, 36, properly oh. known as Madzibaba. Madzibaba Angram in Eastview. Where the fuck is Eastview? Fairy told you found this story. I'm going to find out where News 24 Bulawayo is. You you keep reading. Fairy, yeah, thanks. Uh, (laughs) Fairy told H Metro that his private parts starting swelling and itching four weeks ago, but he wasn't he wasn't an ongoing it wasn't an ongoing thing until the last seven days when he had pains had pains nonstop. This gentleman needs to get a job in porn immediately. It started swelling for the uh, past four weeks. Oh fuck! I can't read that. In Zimbabwe. No, that's this word is Z V A R W A D Z I R A cure. I'm down to the Zongazava. I must be ahead of you. Zwadzarki cure, but but Kentago last week Gary, what the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm paying for it. I know what I'm paying for now. I know exactly what, I know what's happening here. This is karma. This is karma <laughs> coming back on me. This is for all those you gave Lobo. Yes. That were 
and this, then laughed this is payment for it. Zvaga, Zvaga Zvava. Baba Yaga. Zvaga Zvava, serious. Hussy, I can't fuck this. Who the Hussy? I consulted many prophets, but I didn't. it didn't change anything until Mazabadwa Agram sent someone to tell me, shut up, tell me that he is one of the one responsible for the erection, and he demanded some money from me. I gave him 300, I gave him 300 bond at first, Zvoldo and Guy, he demanded, the guy's, the guy's name is just, it's like, it's it's worse His than an H.P. Lovecraft novel. Sure. We'll call him Fred. What is it like when this guy goes and gets dinner reservations and they have to say off the name? Party of Azuka Under Andi Zungari and Moti and Kuti and Diko and Anga and That's me. Mike. That is my seat. That is my seat. My penis is hard. He demanded NY 200 bond, used 100 US dollars, but... Oh, I fucking hate you. Nanhasi <laughs> and Giguri. <laughs> that name... He told H Metro he had ended up having an affair with Gigi as well as how had how how they had I can't even read normal words now. Hijaji as well as how they had normal sex. But come on. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I can't In read. the meantime, a dollar bond is a US dollar denominated bond that trades outside of the United States along with the principal and any copayments from the bond that is paid in the US funds. So apparently one U.S. dollar is 361,900 Zimbabwean dollars. Where the fuck are you seeing that at? I had to look up what the hell a bond was. Okay. That's uh, all I got. I do not know how her husband bewitched me because I am in serious pain that forced me to invite my relatives, including my mother, to see my unending erection. <laughs> mother! Mother! You got to come look at these. Look at the size of this cock. <clears throat> he must have done something Holy really serious shit. because the pain is unbearable, he said. Uh, Fira's wife, 30-fold. Yeah, that's what I'm getting to. 34 told H Metro that she had, she is scared of having sex with him in this state as she fears losing her life. Um, okay. From witches. Is it, is it the, is it the meth Lord sword here? Uh, we have been experiencing yeah, sleepless nights as my hunter, husband sword. undergoes a mysterious pain and demanding to have sex. <laughs> this hurts. Screw me. I do not feel I like mean, having sex I with am, him. Once. I am have pain. I am need sex. I do not feel like having sex with him since his erection appetite for sex is caused by, by charms. How do I get this for my wife? Anyways, we engaged our church leaders since my Oh, my God. We engaged our oh. church leaders since my husband is a secretary under the Holy Epistacal Church and has consulted other even. people for help, but all in vain. Uh, we have used every dollar in our coffers, including buying a knocker, a spear, Needless black cloth medzabla claimed a black cloth. Yeah, would be used in his prayers to relieve pain and stop the erection. I see needles. I'm out. Yeah, um, that's what I'm wondering here. That's pretty much the end of the article. Because well, it, it sounds like it comes and then it goes and it comes back and then it goes. Because sadly enough, the needles are going to be what's needed because they're going to have to drain it. That's what I'm wondering. Like, yeah. It's, if it's if this is a true story and it's been going on for the, for four weeks, I have a buddy who is also a. They're going to have to emergency drain it, and that's yeah because the blood just... will actually start to coagulate and right. They have to, that's how they stop the problem. It so is. it sounds like this. that this you've seen this before. You've had you've actually had that's what I was going to. Well, next. I've seen priapisms before, and it's usually in car accidents. And you're like, oh, he's got an erection. Well, this isn't good. Time to go. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, if dude. they're injured bad enough, they have a 
that bad of a brain injury, they have a priapism, shit's south, man. It's over. It's bad. Wow. Because I've, I've, I've got a buddy who's also into this, and he's told me many a story about how they've had to take somebody out and have them drained. So yeah, because there people, are people get, that like, break their penis. Yeah, because you've also he was telling me like they had a dude that got really really high on cocaine and then took a bunch of Viagra, like a lot of Viagra, and it just oh that's good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cocaine and Viagra, what a great combo. One of so, the little one of the pranks we used to play on each other. I mean, back in the nineties and stuff, is we would take nitro paste and we would put it under the door handles of each other's cars. So we'd go to our car. The handles would go under there to open the car handle, and you're like, oh, my head. My head hurts so bad. It gives you this immediate headache. Nitro and it was like, ha, yeah. It's like, oh, ha, ha, we got you. Now you have a brain-splitting headache. Hmm. But now you can't because you can't have nitro in any, like, Viagra or Cialis. It will kill you. Wow. You'll hmm. your, your blood pressure will drop out so low that you'll, you know, you're going you could cardiac arrest. Wow. So man, it hmm. takes all the fun out of it. Okay, then. Um, yeah. So um, why don't you read uh, the next story, whatever that story might be, I guess. I don't know. What, All what, right. What you uh, let's see. We've got uh, we have so many penises. Uh, shall we do uh, penis theft do you, panic? You can do whatever one you want. we still got the All story right. about the alcohol. The, the alcohol? alcohol urine. Oh, what, wait. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll let you do that one. No, Let's, no, I'm done for a little bit here. My, okay, okay. Send me that. Send me that over. In the meantime, I'll do a penis theft panic. In Kashasa, this is from Reuters. 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 Police Reuters. in the Congo, the dark continent, have arrested 13 suspected sorcerers accused of using black magic to steal or shrink men's penises. After a wave of panic and attempted lynchings triggered by the alleged witchcraft, reports of so-called penis snatching are not so uncommon in West Africa. Yes, I've heard this. I've heard this before. Where belief in traditional religions and witchcraft remains widespread and where ritual killings to obtain blood or body parts still occur. Rumors of penis theft began circulating last week in Kinshasa, Democratic Republic of Congo, sprawling capital of some 8 million inhabitants. They quickly dominated radio call-in shows with listeners advised to beware of fellow passengers in communal taxis wearing gold rings. That would cancel out pretty much every taxi from Harlem to the village. Purported victims, 14 of whom were also detained by police. Oh, I'm claimed, sorry, that was a joke. <laughs> yes, claimed that it's only funny because it's true. Claimed that sorcerers simply touched them to make their genitals shrink. I've known women like that. Yeah. <laughs> or disappear. And some residents said it was an attempt to extort cash with the promise of a cure. Oh. You have just. You just have to be accused of that, and people come after you. We've had a number of attempted lynchings. You see them covered in marks after being beaten. Kinshasa's police chief, Jean Dudon Oleko, told Reuters on Tuesday. Police arrested the accused sorcerers and their victims in an effort to avoid the sort of bloodshed seen in Ghana a decade ago, because there's nothing safer than a Congonese prison. When 12 suspected penis snatchers were beaten to death by angry mobs, as they should have been. The 27 men have since been released. 
and apparently, undoubtedly, beaten by a mob. I'm tempted to say that it's one huge joke, Oliko said. But when you try to tell the victims that their penises are still there, they tell you that it's become tiny or that they've become impotent. Oh, no, 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 Wakimbo. No, no, no. You have always had a small penis, and you have always, always been impotent. To that I tell them, how do you know if you haven't gone home and tried it, he said. Right. Some Kishasa residents accused a separatist sect from nearby Bos Congo. That's like Boscovs, but they Boss don't have any. <laughs> Boss Hog. <clears throat> province of being behind the witchcraft in revenge for a recent government crackdown on its members. I, a crackdown on penis witching. Why am I here? Why am oh, I doing this? Why did I, why did I do this? You know, the longer you give me, the more penis stories I'll have. You got two more, don't you? I uh, I have more. <laughs> I, I, don't worry, sir. I have more. All right. So, are you uh, done with that one? Are we good? I'm done with that one. Okay. But I have another one. I'll let you rest another one, and I'll bang out the last penis. And then uh, we're, <clears throat> we're free of penises. We're going to go to science alert, and this is doctors report the first known case of a person who urinates alcohol, and they're going to call oh, it Budweiser Light. All right. They're going to call it Bud Light. A woman in Pittsburgh has become, again, the perfect place to do it, has become the first candidate, the first documented case in a living person of an unusual medical condition where alcohol naturally brews in the bladder from, from fermentation of yeast. That, oh, man. Okay, it can't be that high of an alcohol content because it takes a little while for alcohol. Because I make beer, mead, wine. I make I make moonshine. I make all the shits. Anyhow. <clears throat> I make all the shits. I make all the shits. So it takes a little while for it. Yeast, yes, yeast does ferment sugars and churn sugar, yeah. carbon dioxide, and alcohol. But it takes a little bit. So my guess is <clears throat> that her... That her urine does have alcohol in it, but it's not the like like high concentration that you would get out of beer, unless you're drinking Budweiser. Then then you're getting low concentration. But anyways, the condition right. which resemble uh, which researchers propose to call either bladder fermentation syndrome or urinary autobrewery syndrome is similar to another indirect rare condition called Budweiser Light autobrewery syndrome, <laughs> where simple simply ingesting carbohydrates can be enough to make you inebriated. Uh, even without consuming any alcohol via regular means. In the new case, doctors become aware of what seems to be a related syndrome after attending upon, uh, attending upon a 61-year-old patient who presented with liver damage and poorly controlled diabetes. Uh, diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> you know it. I'm Wilford Brimley. I piss beer. It's the right thing to My do. My wife's been dead for right 30 years. I hit her last night. Who the hell did I hit? Um <laughs> Uh, the right way to do it. <laughs> the women visited University of Pittsburgh Medical Center Presbyterian Hospital for placement on a liver transplant wait list, with doctors having previously suspected her problems stemmed from alcohol addiction due to repeated urine tests for alcohol showing consistently positive. Initially, our encounters were similar, leading our 
clinicians to believe that she was hiding an alcohol use disorder. Her doctors explained in a case new case report. However, we noted that plasma test results for ethanol and urine test results for ethanol, glucuronide, and ethanol sulfate, which are the metabolites of ethanol. Why can't I read any goddamn thing now? Metabolites. Yeah, I got it. I do now, but because I've been reading these fucking weird words from some story you sent me that's fake from (laughs) Uganda. (sighs) We're negative, whereas urine test results for ethanol were positive. Furthermore... In addition to consistently denying having consumed alcohol, the patient did not appear to show signs of intoxication during visits to the clinic, even though her urine showed high levels of ethanol content. Content. Another mystery was the presence <laughs> of large amounts of glucose in her urine, a condition called hyperglycosuria. <laughs> hyperglycosuria, yeah, too much sugar in the urine. So mm. that works. She's got the yeast in there. She overpopulates sugar. Yep. Sounds like it's working. Sounds like she needs... Do you really want to... The, the presence of yeast here should tell you something. <sighs> <laughs> would you drink it? No. No, I would oh, not. Okay, These findings it. led us to the test whether yeast coloni- colonizing in the bladder could attempt ferment sugar to produce ethanol. Uh, running tests on her urine, the team confirmed remarkably high levels of ethanol production, suggesting her strange results were due to yeast fermenting sugar in the bladder. The yeast in question was identified as Candida glabrata. glabrata. Candida glabrata. Candida glabrata. Candida glabrata. Rosanna, Dana, Dana, Rosanna. A natural yeast found <laughs> in the body and related to brewer's yeast, but not normally discovered in such abundances. Unfortunately, efforts to eliminate the yeast with antifungal treatments failed. So whatever that, that junk they put in there did no good. That's a no pretty good. high yeast concentration if it can't kill it. Perhaps due to the patient's poorly controlled diabetes and later the woman's seemingly unique predicament, the doctors note that she was considered uh, reconsidered for liver transplant. Although In her bread box. Although the, <laughs> although the report doesn't make clear what ultimately became the pa- became of the patient. Uh, she's probably working for Heineken now. While, <laughs> while researching <laughs> the great woman's case, the doctors became aware of other reports involving similar productions of ethanol in urine, but only one post-mortem case and experiments run in vitro. That said, it's possible other patients have presented with this rare medical condition before, but the symptoms weren't recognized due to the unusual and largely unknown nature of the pathology. The experience They've named it now, have you heard? What's that? It's called coronavirus. Oh, my God. She can pee beer. <sighs> That's, uh, no? That, no, no, <laughs> no. And I, I, and I do bad jokes, so yeah. Uh, that said, it's possible other patients have presented this with a rare medical condition before, but the symptoms, I already, rec- I already read that, damn it. Uh, the, period, the experience was described here of two liver transplant terms at different institutions demonstrates how easy it is to overlook signals that urinary autobrewery syndrome may be present, the doctors say. Clinicians, 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 crustaceans must be diligent about paying their close attention to medical record documentation and laboratory results and should always investigate in the event of... Who lives in a hospital under the sea? Clinicians! I mean, it does look like beer, so... Okay. It always looks like beer. Exactly. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Yes, it does. Exactly. So... What I'm wondering, okay, now, for people like me that brew, there's classifications of everything. If you're brewing with hops, malt, 
um, yeast and stuff, you're making beer. If you're brewing with honey, right. water, and yeast, you're making mead. If you're brewing with with juice and, you know, you're making wine, um, you know, there's classifications for everything. So sure. what is she pissing? Is she? Would it depend on what she's eating that's fermenting? Like if she's eating grapes and it ferments and she pisses that out, does that mean she's pissing wine? You know, like what classification? Well, there's no wine content. There's no honey content there's just sugar piss okay so there okay so she's pissing shine then she's pissing moonshine no because probably it would have to be yeah she's probably pissing that no i don't think it's quite as strong as that ethanol that you get first that you got to dump but yeah it's probably more like that horrible toilet paper moonshine that have you seen that well the, i know where you're going here i'm not gonna let you yeah. finish the joke but theoretically if you had five gallons of her urine you could run it through and still and distill the alcohol out of it. Yeah. 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 I and mean, if you've been quarantined, you know, three days, you might be up to this. If you didn't already got all toilet paper and no alcohol, you might have to resort you to this. You just keep going back to it, don't you? <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. Where are you taking us now? Ah. Uh, because we're going almost done. We've been going us. for over an hour now. I know. People love it. They love it. Uh, I'm going tell, to go to Roman the, flying the, um, penis amulets. What was it? The um, What story was it? The cobra chicken story? Oh, so <laughs> I guess it's an old story, but there was this guy who works in a landscaping firm, and he had a new uh, uh, Mexican employee who wasn't very good at English, and a couple of Canada geese have set up a nest by the paddock so that he would have to go and let the horses out into the paddock and the geese would attack the Mexican guy. And after a day, he comes over to him and he's like, I know I like the cobra chicken. <laughs> so they are forever cobra chickens now. Okay. But speaking of cobra chickens, sickness. Romans used to uh, where go. Romans used to ward off sickness with flying penis amulets. Maybe it worked. So this is from Atlas Obscura. Centuries ago, before modern medicine, in a time in a time when humans fought disease and sickness in more uh, mystical ways. Why did I envision the beginning of the Dark Crystal when you did that? But go ahead. <laughs> in a time uh, mystical ways ancient romans centered on a solution that today might get you reported to what the sex police or at least looked at asconce wow this is atlas obscura is so highbrow amulets for you and your children shaped like giant penises the amulets and also frequently wind chimes I want to hear more about that. We're shaped like a fascinum or divine penis to ward off disease and the evil eye. But they were used for more than just that, too. As, an ancient, as ancient Roman boys also wore the amulets called bule to indicate their social status. Like whenever they were slaves or like whether they were slaves or free boys. While young girls had a similar counterpart. Yanni's? What? Is Yanni, or is that an Af is that an African or an Italian word, Yanni? Yanni anyway. is that stupid weird performer guy. No, not that Yanni. He flipped me off in Sedona once. Anyway, in order to increase the efficacy of a bulla or, or, or other adornment, such as a kid's ring. Oh hey Johnny, I like your dick ring. They were crafted in the shape of or a door shape of a penis. 
or adorned with giant penises. The sexual energy of the phallus was tied directly to its power and reproduction and the fact that they drank from lead pipes. But I digress. According to classicist Anthony Philip Corbeil, the, fer the fertile power of a phallus, it was thought, would keep them safe. Said well, no the ever. fertile power of my phallus has never kept me safe, so there's some flawed no, logic no. there. I recently had a vasectomy, and the doctor was like, so what, what has made you have this? I'm like, I'm 49 years old and I have a two-year-old. I'm not responsible. <laughs> I thought that was part of the article for a second. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> this like, was what? important primarily because of the Roman world. Children were expectedly vulnerable to sickness, with up to half of all Roman children dying before the age of five. According to the Journal of Interdisciplinary History, which made it uh, understandable then that mothers resorted to magical methods to protect their offspring. Okay, uh, so I gotta got to talk about the yeah the picture. That's what we're going to talk about now. They have a picture of a flying penis with legs and a tail, and the the flying penis has a penis. Yo, dog, we heard you like penis. Oh, I thought that was the other leg. No, the penis has it. So yes, the penis has a penis. Who's the guy for who does prices right now? What's his name? Oh, um He used to do that Cleveland Yeah. Pitch. Yeah. Oh, Drew Carey. Drew Carey. Drew Carey on his stand up had this had this joke and uh I won't remember it like I do everything, but uh he talks about a penis with a penis. Oh, and he's talking about he's like, Your penis my penis is so big that my penis's penis is bigger than your penis. And now no, dog, here it we is. We heard you like penis, so we put a penis on a penis so you can look at penis while you're watching penis. That's right. And we gave it lion legs or something. Whatever the fuck like, that is, but go ahead. I don't know. Uh, it just says under it, a winged phallus at the British Museum in London, Ashley Van Haften. And I, it's got stuff hanging all over it. Which Live like on tour, Van Haften. Right. <laughs> I love it. So I assume this is a penis chime. I don't, dude. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, you can't have an article about Rome without him stinking, sticking goddamn Pliny the Elder in it. But as Pliny the Elder noted in his Natural History, Fascina weren't just limited to kids. Oh, infants are under the special guardianship of the god Fascinius. The Protector. I'm changing my name to that tomorrow. Facinius the Protector. Facinius the Protector. <laughs> Not of infants only, but of generals as well. I am going to do well, for I am guarded by penis. Which means that when a general was parading through Rome in triumph, surrounded by booty and slaves, he'd likely also have a fascinum hanging on his chariot. Or as Pliony described... Oh my god, is the it, tail a penis too? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but there's a I better picture. It might be. It is the image of his divinity that is attached beneath the triumphant car of the victorious general, protecting him like some attendant physician against the effects of envy. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think the tail's a penis too. <laughs> I, there's little bells. So it... Are they the ding dong? Dude, I don't know. <laughs> Other fascina are double headed. Ow. One side of the amulet is a penis, the other is a clenched fist. 
What does the ladder symbolize? Don't tell us. A fist with the thumb thrust up between the index and middle fingers is often called the fig or the, the manofica. It's a dirty thumbs up that's symbolic of a penis and genitalia in general. So carving both a talisman with both a fascinum and a fig on it would make this twice as powerful at warding off uh, women who are classy. I don't know. Oh, it's Italy. That's not a problem. And then there are the penis bullet with wings carved on them. Cue the Red Bull ad here. Oh, it gives us wings. I see what they did there. Why turn a fascinum into a half-genital, half-bird hybrid? Flying capabilities... Capabilities... Flying capabilities made them more effective threats. If I saw if I saw a three penis flying thing flying around me, I would probably be yeah, it would probably do the job for me too. Yeah, and thus better protectors against Nvidia or envy or the evil eye. But there was also a throwback to the ancient Greeks, from whom the Romans co-opted some cultural and religious ideas. In this case, it might have started with language. The Greek word for wing also served as a euphemism for phallus. Eric Segal wrote in The Death of Comedy... No relation to Steven Segal. Right, who was The Death of Comedy. Uh, this pun also rears its head in Plato's Phaedrus, in which Eros, erotic love, has to grow his wings before he can take flight. As a result of the fascinum's effectiveness, Pliony claimed its worship formed part of the Roman rites, its worship was entrusted to the Vestal Virgins, the chaste priestesses of the goddess Vesta. It might seem a bit odd to have a giant phallus monument to virgins, but the Vestals were, accurate, were actually all about fertility. As the classicist Mary Beard noted in 1980 article, it seems as if the vagina was not looked upon as sterile. You mean virgin? But, it says virgin. It seems the virgin virgin was not looked upon as sterile. But you can say vagina. That's fine. It works. It was Go a ahead. filthy vagina. It was dirty. It peed beer. It seems as if the virgin <laughs> was not looked upon as sterile, but as a mediator oh of stored God. up potential pro- procreative power. And this is the pro- night that I chose not to eat the pot brownie. <laughs> yeah, you chose poorly. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah. It's 4.20. And today, fascina lives on in the English language in the word fascinate. If you're fascinated with something, in other words, you might just be thinking, it looks like a penis. <sighs> okay, so you listen to Coast to Coast with George Norrie, right? I have, yes. You know how many times in that show he says fascinating? <laughs> fascinating. You know what this reminds me of? So you're Penis. saying that UFOs might actually be angels. Fascinating. I think they might be large phallic penises. Oh, my God. That's, I'm out of penis now. Yeah, we're done. We're done. <laughs> we're done. You don't want spraying cow urine to help cure COVID-19? Uh-huh. I don't. No, we don't want that. Okay. Uh, uh, urinates alcohol. We got that. Uh Yeah. Yeah, How long have we been on now? Is it like an hour and a half? I don't know. We started a little bit after nine. It's eleven fifteen my time. Who the hell knows? I, Who knows? It's I, surprise. I feel you very beaten down. <laughs> of urine and the ancient sword of the meth king. Hmm. That was magnificent. 
<sighs> Anyways. <laughs> yes. Yes. Tell so, me more. I don't know. I'm 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 done. I'm spent. I'm done. I, I can't this is far dumber than anything I've ever covered <laughs> on any of my shows. You compliment ever, me, sir. Ever. Have <laughs> you ever seen If you ever, ever give me a story Trans- like that to read ever again. Have you ever seen Transylvania six five thousand? No, Jeff I, I know of it, but I didn't see it. There's a scene in it where he's talking about, like, you, Jeff Goldblum, saying to Norman Fell, who's Mr. Roper, mm-hmm. and he's just like, you hired me to raise the journalistic level of this newspaper. He's like, wrong. I want to keep the journalistic level really low. I hired you to raise the vocabulary level of this newspaper. Well, here at Bizarro Aficionado, we keep both very low. <clears throat> right. We don't want anyone to be offended. We want everyone to feel enlightened. And smart. nobody is leaving this episode enlightened. <laughs> <laughs> I may lose listeners because of this show. I, I, that's what you said in the last show. I might lose a listener. <laughs> <laughs> that blue guy in the thong is yes. not going to listen to us. He's our not show listening anymore. anymore. No. I'm sorry, not Canadian blue thong guy. Oh, my uh, goodness. That's all right. I'm going to go back. I'm going to put in a uh, like a break somewhere in the middle. Give people a time to get up, change oh my God. the channel, listen Anyways. to something else. Anyways, okay, so, um, yeah, we're done here, I think. Um, yes. <laughs> if yes. you, if you again, would like to find... I've been able to bring you on and, <laughs> and lower your standards once again. Wow. Lowered expectations. One time I'm going to have you on for an interview where we actually do something serious and intellectual. I'm all for it. I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah, I'd be good with that. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. this right here, I'm not sure how many more times I can do this. And I've done some pretty dumb shows. <laughs> this one's and I'm really not trying to rip on you. I swear but to you God. Weren't on the, you weren't on the one where everything kept going wrong. And I'm finally like, here, you want a show? Here's your goddamn show. And that one was bad. That one. <laughs> Anyways. But what are you going to do? I have some good stuff coming up. I have some serious stuff coming up. So uh, we'll make it up to you out there. But we figured everyone could need a laugh out there. It's With everything going the, on right now and the insanity, oh, the, yeah. You know. the stupid politics and the, and the virus and just day-to-day bullshit. Actually, all but, I'm seeing now, I'm not even seeing politics anymore. Everything I'm seeing is pretty much nonstop virus, 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 virus. We're going to die. Virus. Oh, so ridiculous. And then, you know, we got to, to, you know, two weeks to two months and it's just like, you know, and, and, yeah. and I get it. You know, I do, but I, I don't know. I, I what, what else are you going to do, you know? Yeah. So. I, by the age of the people running for president and the current president, they should hold the debates on the Turner Classic Network. I guess. I don't know. Uh, Everything's terrible. And that's why we want to bring you laughs. You can find my show at www.projectarchivist.com. It's kind of on a hiatus or something right now. I'm kind of reworking things or figuring out what the hell I'm going to do. Any place that you find podcasts, you can find it. it. Wherever you found this podcast, you can find my show. You can find it on the website. Um, We don't do stuff like this anymore. And this is why. <laughs> but no, it's a lot of fun coming here. It it really is. It's, I was I was getting I that itch and it needed to be scratched and the vagisil yes. wasn't working, so No. <laughs> but uh You should uh maybe you can get a Conganese witch. Yeah, really. That's that, that right, right what 
was it a drug that he? I was so enamored in trying to read the article, I, I couldn't quite figure out what the hell was going on. I think it was called. Uh, well, I can pull I it back up again. Um, where is it at here? I swear, there it is. Yeah, it's it's uh, Ron Yoka used Yoka. on cheater. Okay, it's Ron Yoka. Let's see what this Ron Yoka shit is. And can we get it in the states? Yeah, what's Ron Yoka? Yoka. Ron Yuka? Is it Ron Yuka or Ron Yoka? Ron Yoka is an African myth. Oh, okay. And now people argue that. Ron Yoka, okay. Uh, and, tracing Africa's Ron Yoka is an African myth. The, okay, I, I might as well read this and clo- close it up. Close it off with, uh, what is Ron Yoka? Uh, in African origin, there are uh, systems in which an old and wider, older than and wider than science. These systems are highly accepted by the majority of African population in their everyday lives. Ron Yoka is a myth, meaning that it is a true practical story handed down to generations. This story was fake. That was a fake-ass story. Uh, it is often used to teach people the consequences of cheating and importance of remaining faithful to each other. So that's the, that's the myth of the story. The myth of the story is be faithful to your partner or this is what's going to happen to you. Right. Uh, before the people are married, they get, to, uh, they get to believe and trust each other. It is true that temptations are there in the field of love, so the fact leads that most men to think that using Ranyoka is to safeguard their marriages. Most people don't realize really understand how Ronyuka works, even if there are a lot there are a lot of record recorded evidence of people dying from Ranyoka. Uh, Ranyoka is made by traditional medical practitioners for preserving marriages. This is a spell used by men to catch those who commit adultery with his wife. Men are always busy, and sometimes they go out of the country for different types of duties. As a result, sometimes they do not have the peace of mind if they don't look up their, lock up their wives if they suspect them as committing adultery. Ranyoka is a broad name. There are several types. Ranyuku, I can't pronounce it. Ranyuku can't can't pronounce any of these. Not even going to try. This type of spell kills a person on the spot and changes his entire body into a black color, like what happens to a person bitten by a black mamba. Uh, Ranyuka blah blah is made from a mixture of some of some medicine and other parts of black of a black mamba. Uh, this type of another the next ranyoka. These are different types of ranyoka that I can't pronounce. The next type is is where whereby people are locked together during sex and making this type of ranyoka, one has to mix the medicine with an open knife, then close it after using a medicine on his wife. After this practice, if the wife has sexual intercourse with another man, they will stick together, kind of like dogs in the backyard. And you have to throw a bucket of water on them. When the <laughs> husband is summoned while the two remain stuck. He must. He just has to open his knife to release the two victims. The advantage of Ranyoka is people will fear the commitment to commit adultery. This disadvantage is that some people will be die seeking modern medicine when they get sick because they will not be aware that they were affected by that Ranyoka. Ranyoka is common in Mashanland West and Mashanland Central provinces. Most people are affected by Ranyoka because it does not show when a woman is under its spell. There are a lot of mysteries associated with Ranyaka. Ranyaka is used by both men and women in some other cases. Ranyoka is used to protect the virginity of, a young, of young girls until they reach a certain age, which is agreed by the, by the parents. This type of Ranyaka will totally... Secure the virginity of a girl in such a way that no man will be able to have sex with her. 
a person under a spell when that gets sick. And I wish I wish we'd have read this first because this is actually kind of informative and cool. It's a, a right. It's well, we African couldn't have spell. That. No, no, we couldn't have this episode. Far too much information. You're probably going to edit this out, aren't you? You are. No, yeah. it's fascinating. I'm just I'm just reading uh, about uh, <laughs> houses for sale in the Congo. What a shit. <laughs> So, yeah, that's what Ranyoka is. Ranyoka is a spell to uh, discourage any kind of affairs in the marriage or anything like that. I see. So, I, all this time I was reading this, I thought it was some kind of an herb or something like that. It's actually a... That's what I was spell. thinking it yeah. was. Well, I couldn't read the article because not a goddamn bit of it made sense because half of the sentences were unpronounceable, <laughs> lovecraftian and African words. But Thanks, you can get a house for $17,000 U.S. in Magwigui. It's a four-room house. It's 300 square meters. That's important shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can get a six-room slab. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm well, done. Ro, thank you for once again joining my shit show. And, oh, no problem. Uh, no problem. Bringing some uh, laughs to the masses here. And I promise the next show that you are on... You know, well, do everyone is now dumber for having heard it, <laughs> <laughs> which is, you know, I de- demand this from my listeners. So uh, it's good. It's all good. But thank you for coming on and uh, hope everyone had a good laugh and we'll see you guys on the back end. <laughs> I'll see you guys in a little bit and uh, do a sum up. But thanks, Ro. No problem, man. No problem at all. Thank all right. you. All right. <laughs> So there was that, the ancient sword of the meth king, cobra chickens, penis, coronavirus porn, all the things you needed to know about in life, right? Well, thank you for coming along for that ride, and I hope I brought you some laughter, and uh, we made you cackle, or at least made you forget about shit for a little while. I will be back with another show this this month. I won't uh, jinx it by telling you what it's going to be about. You can wait and see. And it'll be out probably in about two weeks from now by the time it gets edited and stuff like that. Going to record it uh, tomorrow, actually. So, but everyone, please stay safe, support local business, and uh, be good to each other. And I'll see you when I see you. Bye, everyone. Stop.